Say, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but, you know, in your car. 104.7 The Cave is Springfield's Pure Classic Rock. It is another edition of Dark Side of the Stream featuring Jay Stevens and myself, Mike the Intern. In this week's episode, it was my pick, and uh, we did a documentary about Tina Turner. Mike did it for selfish issues because he has a crush on her for that many is right. years. Let's, let's get let's get it out. Let's Jay, spit it Jay's, out now. Jay's a little salty about I'm not this. Not salty. He it just, was just he didn't really get down with Tina. I was in that age. I was a young man. Well, I was probably like, let's say like five or six. It wasn't. It wasn't like a teenage crush. It was just like the first like chick that I was like, whoa. And that was during, you know, private dancer era and the and uh Thunderdome. Thunderdome and, and all that stuff. We don't and, need and, another and hero. You gotta, and it's such such a crazy thing to think about it, but she was in her mid to late forties when that stuff was happening and had already been through so much in the industry, and then that happens and she finally gets her you know, she's the first female artist in her forties to have a number one album. It's wow. crazy to think about pop record too, and they made it in two weeks. Label didn't want her. It's it's a crazy awesome it story. Is a, it is a crazy story and it's a tale of perseverance. So I appreciate oh, that dude, for sure. Survival for yeah, sure. Yeah, survival. Uh, it's on HBO Max, and if you are into soul music, if you're into rock and roll, if you're into Tina Turner, you need to watch it. Um, she taught Rod Stewart and Mick Jagger how to move, dude. It's pretty legit. I mean, those guys based their stage persona, everything off of what she was doing. She set the tone. She went harder. She went faster. She would get down, man, Dude, for, for a girl back then, get, you know, like it was kind of taboo. The thing that blows my mind is that she wanted to be a rock and roll singer. She yeah. referred to herself as the queen of rock and roll. That's what she wanted. Now, think about this for a second. Had she somehow been born later, let's say she would have come around in the mid seventies, late seventies, whatever, and teamed up with the band like, uh, like I don't know. a guitar player like Neil Giraldo, or, or, <laughs> or let's go even further. Let's say that she was she was in England. She she was born in the states, didn't make it. She goes to England and jumps into the British new wave metal and becomes like a vocalist for Priest or Maiden. Dude, Can that's a movie. That's a movie we pitch right there in alternate universe. And Tina, Tina Turner, Turner is the singer for Iron Judas Maiden Priest or Priest. Iron Maiden. Can you imagine though? She has all that power. She has all that range. And then she wanted to be a rock musician. I mean, fronting a band like that. That kept going through my mind. Which they kept going back to the rock there and roll thing. We'll pitch it. Uh, very cool stuff. It's our idea first. Don't steal it. Dark side of the stream. Discussing Tina on one hundred four point seven. The Cave. Say, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but, you know, in your car. Jay Stevens, Mike, the intern, back in the studio. It is Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave, discussing the documentary Tina about the lovely Tina Turner. Now, we've discussed my infatuation with her. Let's get into the uh, bones of the story. Obviously... Uh, she was well, born in Nutbush, well, Tennessee. Well, wait, you said that I'm. Uh, you said that I'm mellow and sleepy this morning. Maybe I'm starting it slow and easy, and I'm gonna <laughs> p- pick it up like the song "Proud Mary." And towards the and end, towards is the end what, it's going crazy. Yeah, we're gonna start it nice and easy, and we're gonna end it rough and loud. They kind of set the tone. Uh, her husband, uh, her current husband, was an executive producer on this, and made uh, made damn sure that they did this story justice. And I think he did a phenomenal job with that. Um, and we'll get into some of that stuff later on down the road because there's stuff that they did leave out that has happened to her later on in life that they did not touch on at all. Um, but the Ike and Tina thing, um, you know, it, later on in the documentary, she says, you know, am I glad I met him? I don't know. What is the reason I got to where I was because of him? I don't know. But, you know, she at least acknowledges the fact that 
her association with him got her going. Now they met in St. Louis. Did you know that? Yeah, they I, from, I, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, he was a house band guy in St. Louis. She was dating like the her friend was dating the drummer, sister was dating the drummer, and she was like dating the saxophone player and kind of that stuff going on. And then worked her way into singing. Yeah, cool. and then she kind of impressed them. They had like a brother and sister relationship, but then he kind of saw what she was and didn't and wanted to. Lock it down. Lock so he, it down. He put, a, he put a ring on it. You know what I mean? If you, if you like, will. then you better. But hey, she but, was like Beyonce, I guess, right? She, she was, was the early, she, early Beyonce, yeah. right? And, and again, and you know, she was from, she's like, for, <laughs> the thing that blows my mind is the, the, where she came from and where she ended right. up. Right, little small, little Share, crazy town, man. family, yeah. nothing at all. Parents, Parents ditched her. Yeah. Ended up getting raised by her cousin. Um, I mean, definitely some issues with love and trust, and you can see why she kind of made the mistakes or did the things that she did in her life. Same with Ike, and I'll get to that. That I got something that'll blow your mind with him later oh, on no. down the line. But let's get into it. So they start playing. They start doing the whole uh, review thing, and you can see Ike was one of the, I mean, arguably could have had one of the first rock and roll records and got screwed by the industry that way. Yeah, it um, sounded like guys were st- Naked his stuff some, too. He had some like, serious trust issues, man, and yeah. he got screwed for there. And then he makes a record uh, with you know. I our, did appreciate his uh, perfectionism, where they said dude, if, if you were on stage playing with him and you made a mistake, he would give you the desk there, and they were docking your pay, man. Ten dollars, ten dollars for making a mistake. Yeah, yeah. I like that and yeah, impose yeah, that. Yeah, fine. Don't be in a band with Jay. You get that desk there. You know you screwed up. Uh, <laughs> you in tune? Um, Phil Spector makes a record with him. Doesn't go anywhere because, according to him, you know it's it, the uh, the African American community yeah, said it was too white, white and the other white community said it was too black, black right. which is just so unfortunate. It became a huge hit in the UK, yeah, which is where they ended up opening for American the Radio. Was just beyond Jagger the times. sees Tina and is yeah. like, "That's that's why I'm stealing that all day," yep. which you know is smart of him. But it, it's just it's just interesting, and then the abuse stuff you get into is just insane, horrific. man. Insane. It's horrific to watch. It's it's really hard to see her relive it, and you feel bad for her because every time and every point in her career when she'd start doing something, Ike and Tina was what she was tied to. You know what I mean? Yeah, the interviews and, and stuff still. She couldn't escape it, so she tries to write a book with, by the way, Kurt Loder back. Yeah. Where the hell has that guy been? Man, like a I mean, hermit, like, he, a, oh, like a, a Jedi I in hiding. I forgot how much I love that guy. I couldn't believe it. I, I, was I like, didn't even know it was him. I was like, is that Kurt That's Kurt, Kurt Loder, was, man, and he's all over this documentary. He yeah. wrote I, Tina in the 80s to try and curb all the Ike stuff, get it out there, get in front of it, but it he made it worse. He looks so old. I was like, okay, this dude must have been really old when he was on MTV because he looks ancient now. He had already been in the business for a I long guess time. So. Yeah, they brought in somebody legit. Yeah, he was with Rolling Stone before. reporter. So then, you know, she tries to get out in front of it, can't, and at every point, you know, it has to relive it, and it's tough. It's like a, it's like a soldier going back through, uh, you know, war, trying to tell war stories. Yeah, it's trauma. traumatic stress, yeah, yeah. whether it's that or abusive relationship. And, and baller move of her to finally say enough's enough. That story and, was incredible, and to just dip out with like people say, oh, I can't leave, I can't leave. If you want to leave. She left with absolutely nothing. One little teeny bag, no money, nothing. She just took her name, and And that was it. we got more Dark Side of the Stream coming up discussing Tina on 104.7 The Cave. Hey, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but, you know, in your car. Mike the Intern, Jay Stevens back in the studio. It is Dark Side of the Stream discussing Tina on HBO Max. Now, we we talk about the Icon Tina. It's incredible to see, like we were talking about, she finally gets done. She She's had it. She escapes, goes into hiding, 
gets divorced with just her name. Then she goes back to work. I love what she says. There's a quote from her that says, you adjust to what was given. And that's exactly what she did. She went to Vegas, worked her butt off. She had kids Took to support. any kind of and gig, anything man, she could yeah. Do. TV, didn't matter. She was all over the place. And then... Uh, Hollywood fought, Squares. Hollywood Squares, the Brady Variety Brady Hour, Bunch, all that Variety stuff. Show. She then meets uh, who would become her manager who really did a hell of a job making sure she was taken care of. Because, I mean, honestly, she was at the end of her... I mean, you look at artists that go beyond that. Right. What happened to all these people, you know? Could have very and well been the end of the career. Could have been very well, but she had some people that believed in her and they had some people that fought for her and it paid off. They ended up making Private Dancer 20 million units sold. Oldest Man. woman to get a top number one album at the time. It, it's unbelievable. She goes out and plays like decades of stadium shows. She got what she wanted. She manifested what she wanted through, in her belief, Buddhism, the chanting, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah, I, didn't know, I did not know that twist. she was a Buddhist, which was really cool. That actually helped her um, get through mean, a lot of stuff. You know, I mean, that's my. Uh, that's what you're. That's, that's my yours? Gregorian chant. That, that's your. That's how you manifest. That's my Gregorian chant. Um, so it was. It was really interesting to see her progression. How how much she overcame. Um, unfortunately, I think she she really just wanted to get beyond the Ike thing, but just really never could. Yeah. Um, no one would. It would just kept coming up, kept coming up. And speaking of which, my wife and I, when we watch these things, we kind of go a little bit further, you know, because there's stuff that's let out. You know what I mean? And so we watch. You go it down the rabbit hole after just to see I do that sometimes, because there's yeah. some things. You know, it's yeah. it's product producers and directors. It's their vision. Where are they now? Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. So we kind of looked into Ike, and Ike was eventually diagnosed as bipolar, which obvious. Yeah. You could see it in, when you look in interviews and the way he's described by Tina in the relationship. Yeah, he'd be very, very quiet very, sometimes very in public. Bi- this sounds that way. When he was five years old, his father was beaten by a mob of people over supposedly a woman and basically left an invalid and left to die in a tent on their property. When he was just five years old, whoa! He was sexually assaulted when he was eight and twelve by older women in his neighborhood. So I'm not ever going to say that it is ever justified to lay your hand on a woman or anybody else for that matter. But this guy had some major, major issues, and it's horrific. It's it. Some it, my wife, she was reading that stuff, and she I, she kind of gasped, and I was like, "What?" And she told me, and then she goes. You know, some kids just don't stand a chance. And you know what I mean? Stacked deck against them, man. Dude, and, yeah. and, and even know, man. even with his talent, because he was a talented guy, he was a very good musician. He hell, he hung out with BB King, right? It's, I yeah. guess he had his mom help raise him and stuff. And they were Memphis boy, one of the pioneers of rock and roll. Oh man, all that stuff still stacked against him were, were demons. And you gotta wonder after all that, because you know he was paranoid about them screwing him in the record thing. And then he was paranoid of Tina leaving, so she puts ring on it, tries to gaslight her and control her. Eventually, she breaks out and leaves him because, you know, of what the, the world he's ma- building for he her. He was just too crazy, And right? then to see what she's able to do and overcome and yeah, become selling perseverance, man. Yeah. Fur, way further than he had ever dreamed yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. That had to, that. So my point of this is, if you ever want to get back at somebody, you know the best revenge? Live well. <laughs> Forget yeah. about him. Move on. Yeah. Live well. That's exactly what she did. And we'll catch up to what she's uh, into now and what we're watching up next in Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave. Say, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but you know, in your car. 
Jay Stevens, Mike, the intern, discussing Tina Turner's documentary, Tina, on HBO. Beyond Thunderdome is what it should have been called. Beyond Thunderdome. They didn't do a really good job, but they just kind of showed a couple clips of that, and it was Beyond yeah. it. They didn't really talk a whole lot about, really about Thunderdome, yeah. which sucks. Cause, uh, it, well, they did They did show that one clip of her and Mel Gibson doing an interview, and they were talking about how I kept getting brought up, and the interviewer's like, did you hear I got busted for dealing cocaine and is in jail and blah, blah, blah. And she just goes, you know, I wish we could just talk about Ike producing records and, and doing good, but I don't want to talk. You know, it's like, anyway. So, again, you, we got to see her as, I think it was recent as 2019 is when those interviews yeah, were done. Yeah. Her uh, her husband, uh, current husband, uh, helped executive produce this. And as he mentioned, this was kind of a way for her to kind of bow out and say goodbye because she's now 81. She is a, she's a, a Swiss uh, citizen now. She gave up her American citizenship. She now lives in uh, Zurich with her husband. Of, there you go. They've been together for, all, I think, like three decades. They they got married after 27 years <laughs> together, which is pretty incredible. But I don't really blame her for waiting yeah, a long right. time. Yeah, right. I'd wait that one out, um, too. So, yeah. he. Uh, but anyway, they didn't talk about this. But um, in 2013, I guess, a little bit after they got married, she had a stroke. Had to learn how to walk again. And then she was having some sort of other health problems and she decided to go the holistic route, which ended up destroying her kidneys. She considered doing assisted suicide and got involved in the exit program. But then I guess her husband stepped up and gave her a kidney. And that's the most recent we got. So she got beat that. But you want to talk about uh, overcoming adversity. Uh, you want to know how to overcome adversity? Come from Nutbush, Tennessee. Yeah, uh, born as down, a man. as a sharecropper's daughter, and end up selling out stadiums in just you know. There you go. 40 that's years. the dream. So that's the American dream. Um, Godspeed, Tina. I wish you all the best. I thought you were this documentary is inc- incredibly well done. I would give it four pairs of legs. Four of pairs five. of legs. Yes. I'll go uh, two pairs of legs just because it was Jay, it was Jay okay. Just, Jay just I watched it. it I'm okay. Jay needs a spice. This was I need history, a little action. And you know, yeah, Jay I need a little I, more action. I love history. Jay's kind of like he gets more he's, fluff. He's back in eighth grade. I need pa- more fall, fluff. Falling asleep on the desk. You I need, need to give him the flash. I need some twists and turns. So speaking of twists and turns, Jay, what are we watching next in Dark Side of the Stream? This is a robbery on Netflix. Okay, cool. About the uh, greatest unsolved I art heist in history. Okay. I can't wait to watch it. It's interesting. Can't wait for someone listening might have the paintings. Really? Maybe so. They're still out out. there. There, it's uh, unsolved. I know it's very twisty. Well, very twisty. What's love got to do with it, man? Hey, man! All we are is just beyond Thunderdome. That's right. Stark side of the stream. Like, subscribe, comment, share. I'm 104.7 The Cave.